2: Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman is unaware of the danger to his friends Jimmy Olsen and private detective Candy Myers, who, in a small coffee shop on the London waterfront, have just spotted what they think are the objects of their day long search a burly sailor accompanied by a green and yellow parrot.
3: Candy, do you think that, that parrot with the big guy is Tippy?
4: My hunch says it is, Jim, but we'll know for sure as soon as we hear it talk. Come on.
3: Oh, wait. If that parrot is Tippy, then the sailors—what what is the guy who murdered Dude McCoy?
4: Yeah. So what?
3: Oh, well, well, he's a killer. He's dangerous.
2: Relax and leave everything to me. Come on. Gang, since this is the second day of National Brotherhood Week, I can't think of a more appropriate time to read you part of a letter from a little Czechoslovakian girl who was only three years old when a great tragedy entered her life. Even though I was but very little then, she writes, I shall never forget the scene near Horrocks Barn where my father was shot and killed by the enemy. After that, I was taken away and sent to the house of Elsa Schultz in Germany. They told me that from then on I was to be her child, but I was unhappy there because she always hit me. Then when the war was over and the Allied soldiers came, they thought I really was Frau Schultz's child, because by then I spoke only German. So they put me in an internment camp with her, and I got sick there. Then when I was better, they sent me to a home for German orphans. And that was where my real mother found me. Now I don't have to be afraid of Elsa Schultz. I am still hungry, and I have a very bad cough. But my mama tells me, soon I will have more to eat, and I will get better, because I have good friends in America. I hope so. And I hope my American friends will send food to my mama and me so we can get well and strong again. Pathetic, isn't it, gang? Yes, and even more pathetic when you consider the fact that there are thousands and thousands of boys and girls overseas whose plight is just as bad as that of this little girl. Can you sit back and enjoy the food and comfort you have without sharing a bit with those who are so much less fortunate? I'm sure your answer to that is no. Well, a little later, I'll tell you what you can do to help. So keep listening. Now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, a jewel thief named Jude McCoy made a deathbed statement to private detective Candy Myers in which he revealed that Tippy, his parrot, could reveal the location of a fantastic undersea's kingdom a fabulous hideout for internationally wanted criminals that is located somewhere under the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Together, Clark Kent and Myers rushed to McCoy's Suburban Cottage, where they found that the parrot had been stolen by a tall, burly sailor who wears a gold ring in his ear. Accompanied by Jimmy Olsen, Kent and Myers spent an entire day scouring the London waterfront in a futile effort to find the parrot. Now, with Kent off to cover another area, Jimmy and Candy have entered a coffee shop where they approach a table near the window, at which is seated a tall husky sailor with a gold ring in his ear. And on the floor near him is a green and yellow parrot in a wicker cage. Sit down at this empty table near the parrot,
3: Jim, and for Pete's sake, stop staring at him. Okay, but but watch him, Candy. That sailor's a, a killer, you know. I know, I know. Let me handle this. What do you have to eat? Oh, nothing. I'm not hungry. What? Well, just a minute ago you were strictly from hunger. Well, I, I must have lost my appetite, I guess.
2: Well, you better order something anyhow. It looks. Candy. Perfect.
3: That sailor, he's staring
2: at us. Relax and be quiet. Uh, that's a nice parrot
3: you got there, friend. It's yeah. a cute little fella. Ain't he, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't he? You, uh, don't mind if we
2: visit with your bird a minute, do you, chum? Yeah, I do. Oh, now, look, chum. This bird don't like company. Well, that's funny. Most parrots do. Well, this one don't, see, and neither do I. Come on, Kenny. No offense, man, pal. It's just that I'm nuts for parrots. Always was, ever since I was a kid. Say, does this bird talk? If he does, he don't talk to you. Now be smart. You know something? This parrot looks just like one a friend of mine used to own. Tippy, his name was.
3: Yeah, Tippy. What name did you say? Careful, Candy Tippy. Funny name, ain't it? Hello, Tippy. not that out, you?
5: Hello, Dutch Hello, Dutch I well, oh, said, it. said it. hello,
3: Dutch Hey, what are you putting that cover on the cage Nobody for? He doesn't want us to know that this is Dude McCoy Shut up, Jim Oh, jeepers Oh,
2: you're looking for Dude McCoy's parrot, eh? Why, uh, that is weird Come with me, you blokes Come on downstairs where we can do a bit of jawing over this private line Oh no, we can talk just as well up here Do like I says, matey, if you want to stay healthy This enemy pocket's holding a gun And it says we go downstairs Understand?
3: Oh, gee, Kenny, Candy, what do we do?
2: Oh, ah, I guess we do what the man says That's then. using your head, matey, because you'll find that George DeSella always means what he says George DeSella, huh? That's me name now, stir your steps back to them swinging doors in the back. There's a flight of stairs leading to the cellar on the other side of them. Go on. Okay. But well, try this on your
5: chin first! Oh, All right, quick, you can't
2: get that out of here! What about Don't worry about me. I'll join you in a minute. Go on, get out! Oh, no, 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 don't! Get out of way! Holy
3: smokes, Candy. How'd you ever fight your way out of that mess?
2: How ah, they all got to fighting each other. I bet they haven't missed me yet. Oh, I oh, oh, uh, spoke too soon. Come on, step on it, Jim. I
3: can't go much faster.
2: Here, give me that bird cage. That'll make it easier for you.
3: Thanks. Here. Uh, wow, that was close. Uh, uh, it whistled by m- my ear.
2: Yeah, they could see us by the street lamps. You better
3: cross over and onto that dock. Come on. Uh, I'm with you.
4: All right duck into this passageway between that pile of freight.
3: Right. I wonder I know where this goes. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. They went under the dock this way. They, they saw us. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Candy, look. Water up ahead.
4: Yeah. End of the line.
3: Well, now what?
4: You got me. It's a cinch we can't turn back.
3: That's right. He comes to sell his mob. Maybe we better dive in and swim for
4: it. uh uh We drowned the parrot. she
3: oh, was, what can wait,
4: we Wait, wait. Here's an empty packing case. Climb in. Oh,
3: Hurry. Okay.
2: All right. Now pull in your noggin, Jim. And for Pete's sake, don't make a sound as Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers crouch low in the packing case, the caged parrot between them. Clark Kent arrives at a street corner where he had arranged to meet his friends. After waiting 15 minutes for them to appear, he grows worried and approaches a policeman. Good
4: evening, officer. Oh, good evening to you, sir. I uh, I was
2: to meet two friends of mine at this corner, and I was a bit late. I wonder if you could have seen them.
4: Was a uh, ladies or gentlemen, sir? Uh, a husky young man and a wiry, freckle-faced young fellow, both Americans. Uh, sorry, sir. I ain't seen them. But then I'll just come on duty, you see. Oh, I see. Well, I... Forgive I'm... my saying so, sir. But this ain't a very safe place for gentlemen to be strolling about at night. I suppose not, but I think I could take care of myself and my friends. Yeah, very well, sir.
1: Just thought I'd offer a word of
2: warning, you know. Thanks. Uh, oh, look, officer, I'm going to step into that pub across the street for a sandwich. If you should happen to see those two fellows I described, will you please tell them where I am? i will be glad to, sir. That's very kind of you. Thanks very much. <laughs> That his friends are at this very moment facing grave danger to their lives, Kent saunters across the street and disappears into an inn. What will happen now? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Pursued by the burly George DeSella and his London waterfront gang, Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers, carrying the caged parrot, raced up a dark passageway on a freight loaded dock and took refuge in an empty wooden packing case. As we rejoin them now, DeSella and his henchmen are approaching their hiding place.
3: Here they come, Candy. Yeah. Be quiet now, Jim.
5: Why, I did, you silly.
1: Maybe they've it into the washing. Ah, we'd heard them splash or seen them swimming. They must be hiding here someplace, so keep looking. We gotta find that lost
3: parrot. He's too darn smart. They don't look in this box.
4: I don't think they will, Jim. I covered the opening with a sack of
3: coffee, see? Uh-huh. I sure hope it works. I can't wait to get this bird to a safe place. You and me both, chum. Do you think he can really tell us where this... This kingdom under the sea is candy? Well,
2: that's what his late owner, Dude McCoy, said. But all this
3: parrot said so far is hello, Dutch. Yeah, I wonder who... Quiet, Jim. They're coming this way. Oh, boy. she don't make a sound.
2: All of every place they could on to sell it. But there's nothing but vitals and packet cases on this. They're all loaded. That beats me, mate. I still think they made a swim for it. Why didn't hear them. I see them swimming. I don't know. Unless they was drowned.
1: Well, maybe. Come back
3: to the street. We'll go out in a boat. To look... Hey, they're going away, Candy. Yeah, but don't move yet.
1: Wow, that's close.
3: Man, oh, boy, oh, boy will Mr. Kenby surprised when he sees we've got Tippy? Oh, Won't he, Tippy? Oh, catch, catch, catch. Jump and jump now. And shut him up. I can't. We lost the cage cover. Oh, shut up, shut stupid parrot. Shut up. Captain, so quiet, tippy. keep taking oh, quiet. Oh, this is great. Just great. You know what do we do now, can we? There's nothing we can do, Jim. We're cooked, but good. <laughs> trapped,
2: their hiding place betrayed by the talkative parrot. Jimmy Olsen, Candy Myers, expect the worst at the hands of Burley George DeSella and his London waterfront mob. But Clark to a Superman some distance away and completely unaware of their peril, how can they hope to escape? We'll see tomorrow, gang, when lots of exciting, fast-moving action takes place in Chapter 7 of Kingdom Under the Sea. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for more thrills in The Adventures of Superman <laughs> copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine, and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time.
0: Behold
5: my losses!
0: Ooh, yeah, tell you something right here, aha, uh-huh. it's the Loot quick subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loop on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> From the original loot crate! The loot crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! Through the loot gaming video game box! Woo-hoo! Rouses! With crates starting as large as eleven ninety nine per month, Those are box just about for all collectors To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it!
2: Today, with Superman unaware of their peril, Jimmy Olsen and Detective Candy Myers are trapped on a London shipping dock by murder-bent George DeSella and his bloodthirsty waterfront gang. Listen.
1: Listen, you two blokes. You got one minute to come up with your hands up. If you don't, we're
3: coming in to get you. Looks bad for the home team, Candy. Yeah, Jim, it sure does.
1: What do we do?
2: I don't know yet, but from where I sit, it looks as if we're cooked, but good. A lot of you, gang, have younger brothers and sisters who look up to you as their big brother or big sister. And that makes you feel pretty good, doesn't it? Well, I'm sure you've learned by now that lots of responsibility goes along with being a big brother or big sister. You know, you've got to set an example. Always know the score and come through in tough spots. You know, too, that if you let the kid brother or sister down even once, you fall in his or her opinion. And in your own Well, in some ways, the United States is the same as you are. In the United Nations, for instance, Uncle Sam is a big brother, too. We are expected to set an example for other countries, and they look up to us. But if the things we do at home aren't up to standard, our international reputation suffers, and our leadership is weakened. When, for example, we don't play fair with our own citizens, when we don't give Americans a square deal because of their race or religion, then we, as a nation, lose face in the eyes of the world because we guarantee equal rights to all citizens in our Constitution and every one of us must help keep that promise. Otherwise, we're going back on our word. One of the important things you and your friends can do to guarantee a square deal to every American is to make sure your club is open to youngsters of every race and religion. For one thing, who can tell? Maybe that kid down the block, the one whose folks can't speak English so well, is just the outfielder your baseball team's been looking for. By just such little things, you'll be doing your share toward helping Uncle Sam keep his reputation as big brother to the world. And now, the adventures of Superman. Having been told that a little yellow and green parrot named Tippy can reveal the location of a secret and fantastic kingdom under the Atlantic Ocean, Dark Kent Jimmy Olsen and Private Detective Candy Myers searched the London docks for a mysterious sailor who had stolen the bird. Finally, as night fell, Jimmy and Candy, who had separated from Kent to continue their search, located Tippy and his abductor, a burly man named George DeSella. After starting a fight with Gisella in a coffee shop, Jim and Candy escaped with Tippy during a free-for-all. But they were soon followed by the sailor and his waterfront mob and cornered on a dark freight dock where they hid in an empty packing crate. They were just about to congratulate themselves on a successful escape when the parrot began to screech. As we join them now, Tippy has finally been quieted. But the damage has been done. Listen.
3: Them blokes are some someplace around here, mate. Spread out and find him. Looks bad for the home team now, Candy You ain't kidding, Jim If only that stupid bird Look, if Tiffy doesn't talk anymore Maybe they won't find us Look, how dumb do you think those guys can be? Hey, why don't you blokes give yourselves up? You know we've got your corners That's right, Candy Maybe we ought to give okay. up Okay
4: I'll let them know where we are but if they want to come and get us, it'll
3: cost them. What do you mean? Just keep low and watch. No, Candy, don't. Hey, listen, you bum. Can't shoot it out with all of them. Here they are, Mates. Come on, let's get them. Stay where you are, Jacilla. The first guy who moves a step closer gets a mess of lead in his head. That's a bluff, Mates. Come on, Adam. Okay, I warned you. Oh! You got one. You can at that game, 90s. Cheapers, they should be back at
4: us. Man. Yeah, but they can't get a clear shot at this box from where they are.
3: This is your last warning. Come out with your
1: heads up,
4: or
2: we'll blast you out. Blast away,
1: you rock headed
3: cruds! getting too close to the country, Candy. Yeah, this'll
2: move them back a little. Don't be a fool,
3: Mighty. What'll you do when you're fired at three shots you've unlocked, eh? Just let me see your ugly the seller, and I'll show you! What makes him think you've only got three shots left, Candy? He's guessing, but he's right. Oh. Listen, you oh. blokes, so I'm warning you. We ain't waiting long. Now you got one minute to come out with your hands up. After that, we're coming in to
5: get you. Oh, this ain't healthy,
2: Jim. If only Kent could track us down.
3: Yeah. And what about the cops? How can they? Jim. There's
2: only one thing to do. It's risky, but it's our only chance.
3: Listen, Candy.
2: Make a run for it, dive into the drink, and swim like crazy. What about the parrot? We leave him here. Then if we get out of this jam, we come back for him.
3: Gee, Wiz won't just sell a fire.
2: We trick him into thinking we've got the bird by taking the cage with us, see? And leave Tippy here in this box. Yeah, wrapped up in your coat so he won't squawk.
3: Only 30
2: seconds left, folks. What do you say? This is what we say to Stella. Step on it, Jim. Take the bird out of the cage.
3: Right. Come on, tippy. And I qu- only two And I ain't like- That's enough to get you, with stupid. Okay, Candy. Tippy's all wrapped up. Well, now keep your shoes off. Here and... they go again. Yeah, we got to work fast now. Okay. Now, as soon as I give you the word, climb up and run like a
2: scared rabbit. Don't
3: worry. I will.
2: Uh-oh. There's a guy climbing over some bales. He's heading for us.
3: Hi, right, where do you think you're going, chum? Oh, that'll teach you. Yeah, but you only got one shot. And ten seconds left. Better get up now. Stick your dirty head out
5: from
2: behind that bale, cellar, and I'll show you how many shots I got left.
5: Okay, Jim. Now go. Now they go, I... me, DeSalle. Get up and... get it, man. To get that pirate. All right, keep going, Jim. Yes, I am. Okay. Now hit the trigger. <laughs>
2: Jimmy and Candy dive off the duck into the black water. Clark Kent emerges from a coffee shop and returns to the corner where he was to meet them. Huh. Jimmy and Candy still aren't here. More than half an hour after they were due to meet me. Wonder where they Uh oh. Sounds like gunfire. Oh, maybe not. Could be motor backfire. Hey, no, that's shooting. Great, Scott. Maybe, maybe Candy and Jim found a cellar in the parrot. And finding them is a job for Superman. <laughs>
5: Gentlemen. Gentlemen.
3: Right here, Candy. You all right? So, so far. Okay.
5: Follow me and swim hard. Hand Hurry up, mate. Hang on, Got Touch dive. No, Oh, oh Andy. Andy. Oh, my gosh. He's been shot. And hey, that's what? That's right. We'll get him. Andy. Andy. hold him up. Well, I do.
2: Into the unconscious Candy Myers, Jimmy Olsen struggles to keep himself and his friend from being drawn down onto the surface of the swift moving black waters. Can Superman find them before Jim, too, is hit? And now, back to the adventures of Superman! As Jimmy Olsen struggled to keep himself and the unconscious Candy Myers from being swept out to sea by the tide, a squad of London police, attracted by the sound of gunfire, arrived on the scene and routed De Sella and his men. Meanwhile, Clark Kent, alarmed by the failure of Jimmy and Candy to keep an appointment with him, also heard the sound of distant shooting. And swiftly resuming his true identity of Superman, zoomed up into the fog-drenched night sky. Up,
5: up, and away!
2: That's where the shooting is. Down there on those dark wharves. Well, thank heaven, Jim, and Candy, aren't they? Wait a minute. What's that in the water? Quick, Scott it. Yes, it's Jim and Candy. Down to them. Down. Like a red and blue rocket bomb, Superman plummets down into the black waters of the London waterfront. Then, in the flick of an eyelash, he swoops up the nearly spent Jimmy Olsen and the unconscious form of Candy Myers. And even before Jimmy is aware of what is happening, he is landed gently on the shore. There we are, Jim.
3: Superman. That's right. Now, tell me what on earth happened. I'm glad to see you. Well, that goes for me, too. What happened? Hey, we tried to get away, and they. Holy smokes. Candy, is he. He's
2: okay, Jim. Just a shallow scalp wound. Oh. See? It's coming to you now.
3: Capers. I was afraid. Jim. Jim. Right here, Candy. We're okay uh, now. Superman pulled us out. Superman? That's right, yeah. Candy. You okay? Jim,
2: but I'm... Tippy. We gotta get
3: Tippy. The parrot. That's right. Where is
2: it? We had to leave him in a box back on the dock. What? See, to sell and his gang were shooting at us. And... And we had
3: to do that to save the parrot. He's important because he knows the location of the Underseas Kingdom. Save
2: that for later. Right now, we got to get that bird, and you've got to help us, Superman. You've got to. Okay. He's back there on one of those docks. Right. Get set for a fast trip. Up with you? There we are.
5: Now, up, up, and away! <laughs>
2: Sure, this is the right place, Candy? Yes, yeah, Superman, there's the box where we left
3: Tippy. Are you certain? Of course. Sure. Wait, I'll show you. Holy Jemima! What's the matter, Candy? He's gone. The parrot's gone.
2: As Superman stands by, Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers stare in dismay at the empty box in which they had left the parrot, who is their only clue to the underseas kingdom. What has happened to Tippy? Can it be that after risking their lives to get it, our friends have lost their last chance to learn the location of the fantastic kingdom under the sea. Tomorrow's episode brings a startling surprise, gang, mixed with plenty of thrilling action. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 8 of Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine. And is brought to you Monday through Friday
0: at the same time. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive. (laughs) Able to be tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the
2: sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, Superman takes his friends, Jimmy Olsen and Private Detective Candy Myers, back to a dark London wharf on which they had left Tippy, a parrot who could reveal the location of a fabulous kingdom under the sea. You're sure this is where you left the parrot, Jim? Sure,
3: Superman. Isn't it, Candy?
2: That's right. We left the bird right in that wooden packing case over there. Well, something's funny then. What? Well, what do you mean? See for yourselves. Yeah, this I gotta see.
3: Candy, is, is Tippy there? Jump for Jemima! He's gone! The parrot's gone!
2: Just the other day, gang, several of us were sitting around here talking about this and that when we got on the subject of brotherhood. Naturally, someone mentioned that this is National Brotherhood Week, a seven-day observance proclaimed by the president. And that led someone to make the observation that it seemed shameful to find it necessary for brotherhood to be thought of and discussed for only one week of the year, by presidential proclamation, because it seemed to him brotherhood was the simple, fundamental answer to peace, since it has many times been proven that peace on earth could come only from goodwill on the part of all men toward all other men. Well, he had something there. It would seem that we would have the intelligence to understand that brotherhood should be practiced all 365 days of the year. And in many
4: instances it is.
2: But the reason for the Proclamation of Brotherhood Week for national observance is to awake some of us who forget, to bring the subject to the attention of some of us who may have slipped, and to clarify the true meaning of brotherhood to those who may be unaware or uninformed. Now, there is nothing deep or profound about the meaning of brotherhood. It is simply defined in terms of the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's all there is to it. Treat your fellow man as you would have him treat you. And by doing that, you live and practice the true spirit of brotherhood. And now, the adventures of Superman! To be a little green and yellow parrot who, they were told, can reveal the secret location of a fantastic kingdom under the sea, has been the object of a search in London, England by Clark Kent, Detective Candy Myers, and Jimmy Olsen. Trapped on a dock, Jimmy and Candy hid the parrot in an empty packing case and leaped into the water, where the detective was wounded. They were both about to be swept out to sea when Superman rescued them. But when they returned to the dock where they had left the parrot, it was gone. As we join them now, Superman has returned them to their hotel room. Candy, a bandage on his head, is talking on the phone with Inspector Lansing of Scotland Yard. while Jimmy, wrapped in a bathroom, listens anxiously. No, don't worry about me, Inspector. It's just a bullet crease in the noggin. Sure, feel fine. Just keep your boys looking for Giselle and his mob. We gotta get that parrot, you know.
3: Yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. So long. What does Inspector Lansing have to say, Candy? Substantially nothing, Jim. Didn't they get any of DeSella's men in a street fight? Yeah, one. But he can't talk on account kind of a slight case of rigor mortis. What? You mean he's dead? Very dead. Oh, wouldn't you know. Hey, do you think maybe Superman will find Decella and get the parrot?
2: Nah, my hunch says not even Superman can save that bird now.
3: Why do you say that?
2: Because that crumb De Decella knows that we and also Scott Yard are hunting for him and the bird. So he'll make the parrot give with the secret of where the undersea kingdom is Then he'll wring its neck and hit the road uh, maybe not, Candy, maybe Let's face it, chum We were close, but we lost a ball game And the only place being close counts is in pitching horseshoes
3: Well, I'm gonna hate to tell Kent about this Cheepers that reminds me We were supposed to meet Mr. Kent at a certain corner on the waterfront Yeah, yeah, I know I told Inspector Lansing about that And he said he'd
2: have one of his men contact Kent
3: Oh, well, I hope he did All
2: right. Who is was that? I don't know
3: Hi, you Mister Kent. Wow, greetings! Look, don't ball us out for not meeting you. Because that's we're... all right,
2: yeah. Hey, what's with that bandage on your head, Candy? Disguise? No, somebody just gave me a lead scalp massage. Look, we got bad news, Kent.
3: Yeah, we really had a tough break. You see, skip we... it,
2: skip it. I brought you some good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, give it to me easy, child. What
3: is it, Mister Kent?
2: Now look closely, gentlemen. Observe that there is nothing up my sleeves, but I reach within my coat and presto, behold! <gasps> Jumping,
3: Jemima! Jump. Uh, a parrot. Yes, well, not
2: just a parrot. Come, Tippy, Tippy, Tipping. and tell the gentleman who you are. Speak up, Tippy.
5: Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Well, I'll Don't be a monkey's foot. cut. It, hold it hold is tippy? tippy.
2: Where'd you find him, Kent? Ah, oh, re- roosting very comfortably in a sack of potatoes, just a couple of docks over from where you left. No him. kidding. Well, how'd he get there? I didn't ask him, Candy, but my guess is that he wiggled out of Jim's coat, crawled out of the box, and then hopped or flew over to where I found him. Right, Tippy? Hello,
3: Dutch. Hey, wait a minute. How did you know
2: where we Ooh, left yeah, him? Yeah, that's huh? right.
3: How did you even know we had, Tiffany? How did I know?
2: Uh, oh, uh, well, I-, I shouldn't have taken the credit because, well, it, it was really Superman who found him, you see. Oh, uh, oh, and he gave him to you to bring here to us, huh? Well, yes, sort of. But
3: what about the seller? Did Superman find him? Oh, uh, who
2: cares about that character now? We got the parents.
3: Now all we gotta do is make him give out with the directions for finding this under seas kingdom and we're in. That's right. Now come on, Tippy, tell us. Where is the underseas kingdom?
2: Come on, baby, give. Where is the underseas kingdom? Underseas kingdom, Tippy! Where yeah, is that's... it? Uh,
3: nuts to that duck. Oh, wait talk, easy. you stupid talk... easy candy. Come on, Tippy, Be a good bird. Talk, Tippy. Oh Dutch! I wonder who Dutch is uh, or was. Maybe his master. Well, yeah, could be. But who is he? You know, maybe it'd be a good idea to
2: check
4: with Scotland Yard on a chance that they know of a big-time crook named Dutch. No,
2: oh, I've already done that,
3: oh, and yeah? the answer is no. Oh, uh. Come on, Tippy, talk. Oh Dutch! I'll get up the feet. You have heard that before. Why don't you change the record? Hey, maybe
4: that's some kind of a code
3: Gee whiz, I never thought of that, I'll bet it is
4: Oh, no, I, I
2: don't think so Oh, well, now, wait a minute, it could be, Kent Why else would he keep saying it? It don't make any sense On the contrary, it does well,
3: What does it mean?
2: How's your poor old... It is a cockney expression, a, a, a form of greeting Like, like we say, how's tricks, or how are you doing? Oh, well, that takes care of that Now, where do we go from here? We've got to find the key the words or, or tone of voice or whatever it is that'll make Tippy tell us what we want to know.
5: Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Ah,
2: there he goes again. <laughs> yeah? If you ask me, we're being taken for a sleigh ride by this parrot. I'm beginning to think he can't tell us where the Undersea kingdom is. Yeah, so am I.
3: I'm starting to wonder if there is a buried kingdom under the ocean.
2: Now Wait a minute. If there isn't, then why did DeCella shoot dude McCoy just when McCoy was about to tell Candy where it was? Well, I don't and know. And but... why did DeCella steal the parrot from McCoy's cottage? And then do everything he could to kill both of you when you got away with the bird? Okay, okay. So there is an undersea's kingdom, and Tippy knows where it is. But what good does that do us when he won't give out with the info? Well, we've got to find a way to make him tell us.
3: We... Hey. Look at that. Watch what? Watch Tippy, What for? Just look at it. Gee whiz. He's got his head cocked on one side, as if he's listening to that organ grinder outside. Ah,
2: he's just listening to us making jokes of ourselves. No, he isn't, Candy. I think this is the clue. Huh? Yes, sir. This is the clue we're looking for. The key to make Tippy tell us what we want to know. At Candy Myers look from Clark Kent to the parrot, whose head keeps turning from side to side in an attitude of attentive listening. What is the meaning of this? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. In Candy Myers' hotel room in London, our friends were trying vainly to make Pippi the parrot reveal the location of the undersea's kingdom, when suddenly the little green and yellow bird cocked his head on one side as if listening, and Clark Kent exclaimed... This may be the who we're looking for. The way to make Tippy tell us what we want to know.
3: What do you mean? Yeah, what are you talking
2: about, Kent? Look how Tippy's listening to that grind organ outside. And see how excited he is.
3: Yeah. He does seem to be excited. Hey, look up. He's
2: trying to fly away. No, hey. oh, no. He's just trying to get to the window. Open it, will you, Candy? Open it? Sure, go on, open it. I'm holding Tippy. He can't get away. I've got an idea. Well, okay. We can show you it's a good idea. You now what, Mr. Kent? Well, it might just be the grind organ. Hey, so...
3: Twenty. Hey, what did he say? It sounded like oh. twenty. It was twenty?
2: He hasn't said that before.
3: Holy oh. smokes, Kent!
2: Do you think maybe a grind organ is the key to this bird's memory? Could be. Hello, oh, Dutch.
3: Oh, Dutch. Oh. Uh, there he goes with that hello, Dutch again. Come on, Tippy. Twenty what? Twenty what, Tippy?
2: Twenty. 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 20.
3: Well, there goes your hot idea, Kent. Yeah, I guess it wasn't such a hot idea, Mr. Kent. No, I guess not. Unless... Unless what? All right, you blokes. What the... Don't make a move now or you get flushed. Sleeping lizards.
2: DeSella. DeSella.
3: Yeah, the
2: one in the middle is DeSella. What? Put your answer up at you. Hey, what's the idea of all the artillery? Ah, you ought to be able to figure that out, Joe. We come to get the bird, see? But this time you ain't gonna butt in no more. This time, you blighters are through. Their grim faces creased with grins of triumph. The three evil-looking men point guns unwaveringly at our three friends, while Clark Kent's mind races swiftly but with no useful results.
5: This is a spot. How can I do anything to save Jimmy and Candy? Without revealing my true identity of
2: Superman. Well, Superman's been in similar predicaments before, but what happens in tomorrow's thrill packed episode makes exciting and suspenseful listening. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 9 of Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet!
0: More powerful than a locomotive.
1: Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the
5: sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
2: It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, in his guise of mild-mannered Clark Kent, is faced with a serious dilemma, as he, Jimmy Olsen, and Private Detective Candy Myers are menaced by three heavily armed desperadoes. Don't make a move, you bloke, so you get
3: spluttered. We can listen.
2: Hey, what is this? What's the idea of the artillery? You should ought to be able to figure that out, Cole. We come to get that parrot, see?
1: And at the same time, get rid of you blighters. Neat. What? What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: And as the evil looking men point their guns unwaveringly at him and his friends, one thought races swiftly through Superman's mind.
5: This is a spot. How can I do anything to save Jimmy and Candy without revealing my true identity of Superman?
2: Do you know anything about how steel is made? Well, in case you don't, let me tell you briefly something about it. The base for steel is iron. That metal is, as you know, strong in itself but not strong enough or flexible enough for many uses. So in order to make it strong and flexible for structural use, alloys are added in precise quantities according to the use for which the steel is intended. These alloys are also minerals such as vanadium, magnesium, chromium, and silicon. Now without them, and the art of blending them with iron, we would not have the powerful metal we call steel. Now, nations are very much like that. Take our own United States as an example. We are admittedly a powerful nation. And the reason for it is that blended with the basic iron among our people are the alloys, the mixture of races, cultures, and beliefs of types found all over the world that are mixed and blended to make a clear-headed, strong, virile nation. Take away any of the alloys in the mixture that is America, and you weaken it. For, and again I repeat, it is the very mixture of the people found here that makes the United States what it is. Don't let anyone ever tell you different, because the history of our country and our present position in the world proves what I have said to be true. And don't fall for that bunk that Hitler tried to sell, the phony stuff about pure blood and the master race, because sheer bunk is what it is. And that's been proven, too, time and again. Just remember that you, your friends, and your neighbors are necessary alloys that together make up the steel, the strength that is responsible for the greatness of your country. And now, the adventures of Superman. Tipped off by a dying crook in London, England, Clark Kent Candy Myers and Jimmy Olsen recovered a parrot from a burly sailor named George DeSella a parrot which is said to know the location of a mysterious kingdom under the sea which according to their informant is a hideout for internationally wanted criminals a short time later in their London hotel room, Kent, Candy, and Jim were trying to make the parrot tell them how and where to find the fantastic undersea kingdom when DeSella, accompanied by two armed desperados, entered the room and announced that they had come for Tippy the parrot, as well as to liquidate our friends. As we continue now, Kent, who as we know is Superman, holds on to the parrot as DeSella demands... All right, mighty hand over the bird. Not so fast, DeSella. Why do you want this parrot? That's my business, Cantner. Hey, stay away from that window. What's the matter? Afraid I'm going to jump out? I don't care what happens to you, but I ain't going to lose that bird again. Why is that parrot so important to you, DeSuller? It's none of your business, Myers. Would it be because you need it to tell you how to find the fantasy's kingdom, too, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Now, for the last time... Look, DeSuller... I'm willing to talk business about this parrot. You're willing. But only if you and your men put your guns on the table. How do you lock the nerve in that flow? Hey,
3: do you know what you're doing, Would Ken? It was maybe you better... Well,
2: what do you say, seller? I say, give me that parrot or I... Okay, here it goes. Hey, what are you doing? Pulling the parrot out of the window. Unless you men put your guns on the table right now, I'll release you. No, it. no, don't do it. a boy, Kess, now you got him hooked. Get so All right, parrot- what do you want to talk about? The Undersea kingdom. I don't know nothing about that.
1: I think you do.
2: Either you fuck or I'll... Okay, par- okay, you win for now. But if you think you're talking me out of that parrot, you're
3: bombing.
2: We'll see. Just park your artillery, please, gentlemen. Go on, mates.
5: Do as he says.
3: What's Mr. Kent planning to do, Candy? I don't know, Jim, but he's sure pitching these
2: guys some sweet curves, fast and low. That's fine. Now, gentlemen, stand by them guns, Walters, just in case he tries something funny. Haven't oh, you dear. forgotten something to sell What do you mean? That little derringer hidden in your right sleeve. What the... Put it on the table with the rest of the hardware. The That's a good fella. Hey, how did you know about that, Kent? Oh, X-ray vision. A little trick I picked up somewhere. You're a pretty smart bloke, Kent. Sure, you gotta be smart to head up a Chicago mob. Huh? What? You're trying to tell me you're a boss of a gang back in the States? That's right. Hey, what's Hold it, going on, Jim? Don't tell me you boys never heard of Trigger Kent. Trigger Kent, eh? Gee, sure. These is. two boys are members of my mob. Candy here is the fastest man alive with a tommy gun. That's, That's me. me. And this little freckle-faced guy is Jim the Monk Olsen. Best lookout man in the business. <laughs> ah, you can say that again. Well, strike deep pink, And we thought these blokes was Bobby. attack a trap, Walrus. What the cellar? you with Yeah, I heard it. But I don't have to believe it. Now, look here, Kent. If you ain't the police, what do you want with that dead parrot? Same thing you want with it. My pals and me, we want to hole up in the undersea's hideout. That's right. Got too hot for us in America. Yeah? Huh? How do you know about the undersea kingdom? Well, you know who told us to sell a dude McCoy. McCoy,
1: that dirty... Slave. Shut up, Walrus.
2: How come McCoy told you? He was an old pal of ours. Yeah, a member of our mob. What did he tell you about it? Oh, just that it was an ancient kingdom that somehow was buried under the ocean and that big-time mobsters like us hide out from the cops down there. And before he kicked off, he told us his parrot, Tippy here, could tell hey, us... Oh, that's... Where.
5: that's Who's the blue and
2: feathers? Oh, I don't mind him. He always sounds off like that when he hears his name. So, you want to go to the undersea kingdom to hide out from the Yankee police, eh? That's it. Yeah, that's we right. do. All right. We'll see what can be done about it. Come with us and bring the bird with you.
3: Come with you? What for? Where to?
2: To see the boss. He's
1: the one that says what's what. Hey, now Who look. Who is this
2: man you call the boss? You'll see when we get there. Come on. Wait a minute, Kent. I smell a rat Now, here. now.
1: is that a nice way to talk? Just a
2: minute, Estella. Suppose we, uh, we let the parrot tell us where the undersea kingdom is first. Then we can make our deal. Now you're cooking, Kent. That listens much better to me. <laughs> All right, Mighty. Come on. Ask the bird to tell you where the place is. We
3: tried. Jim, oh, can't
2: you ever learn to keep your traps? Play off the off. young'un. He didn't spill nothing because I knew you couldn't make this here bird tell you what you want any more than I can. You mean you can't make him talk either? That's right. Only the boss can do that. Oh, uh, who do you think you're kidding? Candy. He's trying to fox us, Kent. No, I don't think he is. What? Of course I ain't, mates. <laughs> Come on now. The boss has been out of the country, see, but he's back again. And he'll be tickled pink to see all of us. In this parrot tippy
5: Oh, don't go for this, Kent We know this guy is a killer Relax, Kent I know what
2: I'm doing Now look, Decella We'll go with you But your guns stay here in this room Okay? <laughs> You're a wise bloke, Kent Leave the guns and walk to the door, Walrus You too, Jack Come on, you bloke No, Kent, look, don't go He's
3: leading us into a trap
2: Please, fellas, do as I say Just follow me Okay, Seller. Lead the way. Ignoring the urgent pleas of Candy Myers and Jim Olsen, Clark Kent, still holding the parrot, walks out of the hotel room with DeSella and his two men, leaving his friends no alternative but to follow him reluctantly. Are they walking into a trap? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Superman. <laughs> Climbing into a taxi cab with the burly, earring sailor DeSella and his two men, Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Candy Myers are driven to a dark sugar warehouse on the Thames River. There they are admitted to a small ground-floor office by a tall, middle-aged man in immaculately tailored tweeds with a white carnation in his lapel. For a moment, the man listens quietly to DeSella speak. Then he turns to Clark Kent.
4: So, you want to go to the Underseas Kingdom, eh, Mr. Kent? I certainly do, Mr., uh... My name doesn't matter. You say the late Duke McCoy told you about the kingdom? That's right. Then he must have told you that it costs a great deal of money to be delivered to the kingdom. I uh, I believe he did mention that. But well, our fee to send a, a customer to the safety of the kingdom is 5,000 pounds to 5,000 pounds? well That's about $20,000 American money.
2: Just a minute. We're paying our way with something worth much more than the price you mentioned. Really? What is that? Well, the parrot, of course. Exactly. Apparently, without it, you can't get to the undersea's kingdom either. Or your men wouldn't
4: have been so eager to get it. You are very shrewd, Mr. Kent. And your method of handling the seller was very shrewd, too. You are either a very clever gangster, as you say, or an equally clever police officer. I'm not a police officer. That's just what I need to find out. If you are telling the truth, you'll be taken to the undersea's kingdom. If you are lying, well, you and your two friends will be sent to quite another kingdom. Do you understand? Now, what do you mean by that crack? I mean, Mr. Myers, that a new yacht is ready to leave at daybreak for the undersea's kingdom. In return for the parrot, you three uh, Chicago gangsters may sail on it if you wish. Good.
3: Look, Mr. Ken, I don't like this. Neither do I. Don't let this character railroad into the... Hold it, hold it.
2: I accept your offer, mister. For all of us. Cheap. Uh, look, haven't we better talk this over,
4: Ken? Nothing to talk over. We accept the proposition. It's kind of funny. Very well be prepared to shove off in an hour. I uh, hope you gentlemen will not regret your decision.
2: <laughs> as the mysterious man's nasty implication sinks deeply into their minds, Jimmy Candy Candymeyer seriously doubt the wisdom of Clark Kent's decision to accept the offer. And they have plenty of reason to be worried as they and we too discover very soon. Whatever you do, gang, don't miss a single episode in this exciting story from now on. Be with us again Monday, same time, same station, and join our friends as they set sail on a perilous and thrilling journey to the Lost Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this time.
0: Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of... Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!
2: Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman in the guise of Clark Kent is with Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers in London, England where they are attempting to learn the location of a fantastic kingdom under the sea from a master criminal who offers them a dangerous proposition.
4: My yacht is prepared to leave at daybreak for the kingdom under the sea.
2: Do you gentlemen dare to accept my offer to sail with us? Yes, I accept for all of us. I right, wait, Kent. Hadn't we better talk this over first? There's nothing to talk over. We accept. Uh, okay. Very well. Be prepared to shove off in an hour. I, I hope you will have no reason to regret your decision. Yeah... Something tells me we will regret it, but good. Those among you, gang, who are or have been Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts know and understand the importance of preparedness. The wisdom of being ready in advance for anything that may happen. And in a great and large country such as ours, many things can and do happen. Disastrous occurrences that strike without warning. Floods, explosions, devastating fires, mine cave-ins, tornadoes, epidemics. All things that take great toll of human life. And which, in many instances, would be even more catastrophic if it were not for a wonderful organization that always stands prepared to bring relief to the suffering, solace to bereaved survivors, and comfort to all concerned. That organization is the Splendid American Red Cross. Whenever disaster in any form strikes a community anywhere in the United States, the Red Cross goes immediately into action. During the emergency, the Red Cross provides basic needs, such as food, shelter, clothing, and medical care. Later, it assists in rehabilitation and provides further help for victims of a disaster by assisting in repairing and rebuilding homes, supplying household furniture and equipment, and further, providing long-term medical and nursing care. Assistance of this kind is provided by the Red Cross to all people, regardless of race, religion, or color. For the Red Cross stands ready and willing to provide assistance to humanity. But that gang costs a good deal of money, which is why the Red Cross conducts an annual drive for funds. Remind your mother and father to contribute generously, and don't neglect to make contributions yourself. Keep in mind that no one knows where disaster will strike next, so a contribution to the Red Cross is insurance for your own future welfare. And now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, a little green and yellow parrot named Tippy, supposedly the only living thing that can reveal the location of a mysterious kingdom under the sea, came into the possession of Clark Kent, Candy Myers, and Jimmy Olsen. Then they were held up by an armed group of thugs who demanded that the talking bird be turned over to them. Unable to act without revealing his true identity of Superman, Kent claimed that he and his friends were American gangsters who sought entry to the undersea's kingdom so that they might hide out from the police. Swallowing the story, the thugs took Kent, Jim, and Candy to their chief who, in return for the parrot, offered to take our friend aboard his yacht, which was sailing in search of the fantastic land under the Atlantic. As our story continues today, Kent, Jimmy, and Candy are seated in a handsome steak of a sleek white yacht which had sailed at daybreak. Tippy, the parrot, is perched on the arm of Kent's chair. Kent, I still think you've got rocks in the head for money to go along with these
3: crooks. Yeah, we're really in a spot, Mr. Kent, and it's not healthy. No, oh, no,
2: things are not as bad as they appear to be, believe me. As long as we've got Tippy here... <laughs>
5: We got, we got
2: nothing to fear from anyone. That's only
3: one man's opinion. Not even that slick-looking Englishman who owns this boat. That's
2: right, James. Hey, by the way, his name is Burton. Cecil Burton. Oh, well, wants to stop that Burton character from putting the arm on the parrot. We couldn't hold off his whole mob, you know. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Kent. Don't you worry. I got a trick or two up my sleeve that'll hold them all off. Guns or no guns? Like what? You don't happen to be hiding Superman up your sleeve, do you? Ah, uh, why, Candy. How did you know that? Oh, don't be funny, Mr. Kent. Yeah, I'm fresh out of yucks. Now, look, answer me
3: this, Ken. What? What's going to be with us when this parrot gives out with the directions of the undersea's kingdom? Yeah. Bird won't need us or the bird then. The only reason he took us along was to get Tippy. Come on,
2: Ah, uh, shut up, you
3: windy fat feathers, before I go nuts. can't Candy, don't lose your head. You know he always sounds off when somebody mentions his name. You know, I think I ought to have my head
2: examined for not talking you out of this, Candy. Couldn't have done anything about it, Candy. Because I was, and still am, convinced that this is the only way we'll ever be able to find the kingdom under the sea. Ah, uh, there must be an easier
4: way to commit suicide. Quiet.
2: Yes? Who is it? Mr. Burton would want you three gentlemen to join him in his cabin.
4: Oh, he would, huh?
2: Yes, sir. With the bird, if you please, sir. I wonder what he wants. Oh, come Come on. Let's go see what's on his mind. Sit down, gentlemen. Make yourselves comfortable. Thanks. Here, let me hold Tippy, Jim. Okay.
5: Ah,
2: be quiet, you. What's on your mind, Burton? We'll come to that in a moment, Miles. (laughs) I see the paddock still calls for Captain Mueller. Captain Mueller? Captain Dutch Mueller. He was the bird's original master, you know. No, I didn't. Any tie-in between that and the parrots knowing the location of the undersea's kingdom? Very
4: much. You see, Captain Mueller was my partner in the business of supplying provisions for the undersea's kingdom. Cheapers. And he was lost two years ago when his ship went down. Oh? Was that the ship that Dude McCoy was
2: on? Why, yes. McCoy and DeSella were the only survivors. DeSella? I thought McCoy was the only survivor. (laughs) So did McCoy, who got away with Mueller's pilot. But DeSella,
4: fortunately, was picked up by Tramp steamer and brought to London. Since then, he and I have spent a lot of my money looking for McCoy.
2: Who was knocked off by DeSella just after I found him, huh? That's right, Myers.
4: And I must say, you and your friends gave us rather bad time of it by almost getting away with Tippy after we'd finally located oh, him. Ah, uh, be quiet, this, you. Uh-huh. But all's well that ends well, eh,
2: gentlemen? You mean, uh, now that you can resume your business of supplying provisions for the citizens of the undersea kingdom? Exactly. That is a rather profitable business, you know. Oh,
3: boy, I'll bet it is.
2: Yeah, not to mention the transportation of crooks. Uh, I mean, guys like us to the hideout at 20 G's a throw. Oh, nice work, if you can get it. <laughs> tell me, Mr. Burton, how is it that if supplying the undersea hideout has been your business, you need the parrot to tell you where it is?
3: Yeah, how come?
2: Because Mueller, who knew the hideout before I became his partner... Did not trust me completely. Well, where does Tippy fit in this?
3: <laughs> ah, will you shut up? I've got to remember he does that every time he hears his name. Man. Okay,
2: okay. Now coming back to my question. Yes, Myers. Captain Mueller, though he trusted no man,
4: realized that one day something might happen to him. So he taught the location of the Undersea Kingdom to t- Don't t- say that name. Oh, sorry, to his palace. In that way, Mueller eliminated any risk he might run by
2: writing down that information. Pretty cute. And how? Yes, it was rather clever of him. But uh, how did he make sure the parrot wouldn't just accidentally reveal that information? I mean, to just anyone. Simply by teaching the
4: bird a series of words to follow a certain cue. So the parrot must hear the cue before he reveals the word.
2: Ah, good, Jimmy. And you know that cue? I do. I discovered it. I won't bore you with the details of how I did it. Before Mueller's last voyage. Yeah. You, uh... Couldn't by some chance have arranged a little double cross at that time, could you?
4: You chaps aren't above a thing like that, are you? Look,
2: Mr. Burton, I think it's time we got... Excuse me, please.
5: Yes?
4: Really? We shall want privacy. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, the time is at hand.
2: Time for what? The captain tells me we've arrived at a point in our voyage at which we need further
4: directions specific directions that only the paddocks can give us. Uh-oh. This is it. Good. Are you ready, gentlemen? Yeah. Sure. You bet. And you, Tippy? Hello,
5: Dutch. Hello, Dutch.
2: <laughs> Very good. Let's go, topside to the chart room.
4: Now, gentlemen, the cue which will release the vital information locked in the parrot's memory is part of a simple little old sea shanty. A sea shanty? Exactly. Watch. Yo ho, blow the man down. Yo ho, blow the man down. Yo
5: ho, blow the man down. Yo ho. Ah,
1: he's only imitating you. Visions.
4: Yo ho, blow the man down. Yo ho. Blow the
5: man down to longitude north. How quiet. Twenty seventeen. That is it. Longitude north twenty
2: seventeen thirty six.
5: Latitude west. He did it, he did it Yeah,
2: and now we know the location of the undersea's kingdom We do indeed I assume we proceed to that spot at once,
4: Mr. Burton Yes, of course But I'm sorry to have to tell you that When we arrive there You gentlemen will not be among those present
2: What do you mean by that? Exactly what I said When we arrive at the undersea's kingdom You three will not be among us (laughs) And now back to the adventures of Superman. In the chart room of his sleek yacht, where Tippy the parrot reveals the location of the kingdom under the sea, Cecil Burton has just announced to Clark Kent, Candy Myers, and Jimmy Olsen that when he and his crew arrive at the fantastic undersea hideaway, they will not be among those present. You see, gentlemen, I've had you three investigated. And just before luncheon, I received a radioed report which reveals that you, Kent, and you, Olsen, are newspaper reporters and that Myers here is a detective. So what? So I did what I'm certain you would have done in my place.
4: Yeah? What?
2: I arranged to do away with you. Jesus. Now, look, wait a minute, who? Candy. How are you planning to do that, Burton? It's already been done, Mr. What? Your food at luncheon just two and a half hours ago was poisoned. Are you oh. And within the next half hour... All three of you will die. Shocked beyond words, Park, Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Candy Myers stare at the steel-eyed, lean-faced man who smiles as he caresses the white carnation in his buttonhole. What can Candy, even as Superman, do to get his friends out of this peril to their lives? We'll find out in tomorrow's action-packed episode, gang, so don't miss it. Whatever you do, be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter Ten of Kingdom Under the Sea, a thrilling story on the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine, and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time.
0: Behold, my precious. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot quick subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot on surprises coming to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! Ha uh-huh. <laughs> ha! From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX Collectible Boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming Video Game Box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Yeah, Loot
5: we'll
0: Crate today, huh? Rouses! With cuts starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collector's in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X-Media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate! Dig it!
2: Superman and his guys of Clark Kent is aboard a yacht in mid Atlantic with Jimmy Olsen and Detective Candy Myers when Cecil Burton, an international criminal, makes a shocking announcement. You see, gentlemen, I've had you three investigated.
4: And just before luncheon, I received a radio report that revealed who you really are. Yeah, so what? So, Miles, I arranged to do away with you.
2: Cheaper. Now, look, you... Wait, Candy. How are you planning to do that, Burton? It's already been done, Kent. Your food at luncheon was poisoned. Poisoned? Yes. And within the next half hour, all three of you will die. Fellows and girls, don't ever be a coat holder. A guy who always stands ready to hold someone's coat in a fight, but will never stand up and fight for himself. He's the guy who says, don't let that so-and-so call us names. Go ahead, biff him one for me, too. That's right. The coat holder always says, I won't stand for this, and then usually follows up with, Let you and him fight it out. I'll hold the coats. Brave, isn't he? (laughs) I'll say he is not. Yet yeah, that's true in cases where the fight is really important, where everybody's fight, where every one of us should be in there swinging, such as the fight against prejudice. Now, I don't say that you should actually go around slugging everyone who says something nasty about your other people, because there are other, more effective ways to fight anything so mean and low as racial and religious prejudice. How? It's simple. If you just treat your classmates and neighbors, all of them, like regular Joes, no matter what their race or religion, you deal a body blow to the enemy. And if you cold shoulder the guy who uses ugly words that smear another fellow's race or religion, you lash out with an uppercut that sends prejudice reeling. You see, this is everyone's fight. Because when neighbor is made to feel intolerant of neighbor, our country's strength is weakened, and all of us suffer. So if you love your country, be on the alert. And when you see or hear things that you consider intolerant, don't let them pass by. Keep driving against such things until prejudice in America goes down for the count. And now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen helped private detective Candy Myers gain possession of a parrot which could reveal the location of a fantastic undersea kingdom, said to be a hideout for international criminals. (laughs) Unable to make the parrot reveal its secret, Kent and his friends posed as outlaw gangsters and agreed to accompany Cecil Burton, a man who was eager to secure the parrot so that he could resume his profitable business of transporting escaping criminals to the undersea's hideout. (laughs) Then, when safely out at sea, the parrot gave up the vital information. Burton announced that he knew his guests were not gangsters, and further announced that he had arranged to dispose of them by poisoning their food. Shocked, Kent, Jimmy, and Candy stare at the immaculately dressed Englishman as he repeats, Yes, gentlemen, you ate the poisoned food at one o'clock. It is now 2.25. You chaps will be dead within a half hour. Oh, no. Why, you filthy rat. You're going oh, to... Candy. candy. Let go of me. Go. Yeah, no, no, no. Go to our stick from You too, Jim. Go on. Hurry. Nothing doing. I'm going to... Listen flick that to me, dirty, Candy. Rat. Please, now. Do as I say. Oh, no. We're done for anyway. Now, look. Before I die, I'm going to tear this guy apart with my beard. You do as I say. I know what I'm doing, I tell you. Okay, Kent. I fell for your two, like I said, routine
3: before, and look what happened. But, but I guess nothing can do us any more harm now, Candy.
4: Yeah, that's right, Jim. Come on. Okay. I must say, Kent, you're taking this sportingly. Don't be too sure of that, Burton.
2: Now, tell me quickly, what poison did you put in our food? <laughs> what difference would that make, old man? A good deal of difference. Quickly, what kind was it? Look here, Kent. If what you have in mind is to find an antidote, forget it. There's none aboard, and we're almost 200 miles out at sea. All right, right. all right. You can skip all that, Burton. Now, tell me what it was, or by heaven, Relax, I'll you Relax, old man. I don't mind telling you. I used strychnine because I wanted it to That's two- all I want to know. Look here. Where are you going? You'll find out soon enough. Uh, there's no one in sight. Good. Now, just strip off these clothes and take Candy and Jim to a doctor. As Superman.
3: But, but how did you know we were poisoned, Superman? No time
2: for questions and answers now, Jim. Under my arm, will you? Oh, it's no use, Superman. Even you're too late this time. Maybe not, Candy. Under this arm, will you?
3: Now. Oh, wait. What about Mr. Kent? Don't worry about
2: him. He'll be all right. Now, hang on. Here we go for a fast trip back to London.
3: Up and
5: away!
2: Rocketing up through an open hatchway with Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers in his arms, Superman speaks like a red and blue comet toward London. Within almost less time than it takes to say it, he delivers his friends to amazed physicians at a large hospital, quickly tells them what poison was used, and then, after seeing that an antidote is administered, he disappears. (laughs) A short time later, the Man of Steel has resumed his guise and garb of reporter Clark Kent and, returning to the hospital, talks with a doctor in the corridor outside the room occupied by Jimmy and Candy.
4: How are they, Doctor? Will they be all right? Oh, they're
2: going to be quite all right, Mr. Kent. Oh, you needn't worry. Oh, oh, that's good news, Doctor. Thank you very much. You can thank Superman for getting here in time. Oh, oh, y- yes, I- I'll do that. Look, uh, may I see them now? Well, I suppose so, if it's urgent. But I'd suggest you let them rest a few hours. They're rather weak, you know. I shouldn't wonder. Okay, Doctor, I'll be back later. I hate to finish this business without Jim and Candy. I know they'll never forgive me, but I can't waste time now that I know where the undersea kingdom is. I'd better shoot back and pay a call on Mr. Burton as Superman. into a quiet and deserted alley behind the hospital, Superman strips off his Clark Kent disguise and, once again revealed in his colorful costume of red and blue, zooms up into the sky.
5: Up, up, and away!
2: <laughs> Taking a bearing from the sun, the man of steel veers sharply and streaks back across 200 miles of the Atlantic toward Burton's yacht. Now, where is that yacht? sure I left it around here something. Oh, there it is. And there's friend Burton taking a turn at the wheel. Down to the yacht's bridge. Down. Oh. Hello, Mr. Burton. What the Don't bother reaching for that gun. It won't help you. Good heavens. Who are you? Call me your conscience, if you like. Now, what do you want? You... Why you? I want those navigating instruments you have there. Now, look here. What do you want them for? To help me find north longitude, 20 degrees, 17 minutes, 36 seconds. At west latitude, 17 degrees, 39 minutes and 12 seconds. What? That's the location Is of... The kingdom under the sea? Yes. How do you know about that? Why, a little bird told me. A parrot, to be exact. What? When? Stay how... away from that speaking tube, Burton. Now, no. hold on. You can't let go me. of that. Don't no, let me go. Let... I no. thought to leave you here while I'd go up alone, but you're much too slippery. I think you'd better come along with me. Where are you taking me? I'm going to take you directly to the undersea's kingdom. By traveling my way, you'll get there a lot faster than you expected to. You must be mad. Let me go. Under my arm with you. Let me
1: go. I said put me down.
2: Here we go to see if there really is a kingdom under the sea.
1: Up and away.
5: (laughs) This is incredible. i must.
2: I just hope you didn't dream up the story of an undersea kingdom. This is the spot, according to the Paris tradition. I can't see anything below but fish. Wait. What's that? Well, well I, I right, can't. Scott, now you see something under the ocean floor? A small city with roads and, and houses and and living men. Fifty or sixty of them. That's it. That's it. That's the kingdom under the sea. <laughs> His mouth agape, Superman stares in amazement as, with the aid of his X-ray vision, he penetrates the floor of the ocean to the lost city under the sea. What will happen now? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. (laughs) Carrying Samuel Burton in his arms, Superman hovered over the compass location of the fantastic undersea's kingdom and, employing his X-ray vision, saw the lost city under the ocean floor. Great Scott... There are roads there, and houses, and living men,
1: under the ocean floor. That's it. That's it. That's the kingdom under the seas. Amazing. Incredible. But
2: it's embedded in rock. How can I get in there without breaking through? If you break the rock, the sea will pour in and drown everyone. Yes, I know that, Burton. How do you... Oh, now I know. That diving bell set in a lock in the city's rock ceiling. All I must do is lift that out no, of the no, bucket. No, unless it's properly operated, the water will pour in when you lift the diving bell. Yes, of course. That's right. How is it operated, Burton? Uh, I don't know. Look, Burton, tell me how that bell is operated, or I'll take you a couple of miles up into the air and drop you into the ocean. No, please, I swear. Don't you're... waste your breath on please. What's the trick? I swear I don't know. All right, here we go. Up. No, no, wait. Now you to tell me how to work that bell. I don't know. All right, but I can tell you how to find out. Okay. Go on, talk. And talk fast. Take me back, but... Nothing doing. Then put me down somewhere, anywhere in land where I can catch. No, my you first. don't. Talk now. Tell me how I can find out the trick of operating that diving bell right here and now, or else... All right. All right, I'll kill you. Gasping for breath in the high altitude, the no longer smooth Cecil Burton begins to talk stutteringly, while Superman, still unwilling to trust him, listens suspiciously. Can Burton really tell Superman how to gain access to the fantastic lost city under the sea? Or is that just a stall for time? Well, right here and now we can tell you that a lot of exciting things happen in tomorrow's thrill-packed episode, gang, so don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 12 of Kingdom Under the Sea, a story of action on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's
2: Superman. Strange visitor from the planet Krypton. Came to earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild managed reporter for a great Metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, having found the fantastic kingdom under the sea, hovers over it in mid-air as he tries to make Cecil Burton, a master criminal, reveal the secret of how to enter the lost city under the ocean bed. I can't break through the rock ceiling of the undersea's kingdom or rip the diving bell out. Either way, we'll let the water pour in and drown the men I want to get alive. That's right, Superman. You've got to give the proper signal for the diving bell to be sent up. What is the signal? Tell me quickly. I, I don't know. I swear I don't know. Then who does? Tell me, or by heaven, I'll drop you into the ocean. All right. All right, I'll tell you.
4: DeSella. Sella? Yes. DeSella is the only one who has the necessary signal device and knows the secret code. And
2: back to the ship we go to get him. Away! Before we rejoin Superman gang, let me tell you a short story that graphically demonstrates how catastrophe strikes when it is least expected. Not too long ago, the people of a coastal shipping town on the Gulf of Mexico were busily engaged in their daily routine of earning a living. Everything seemed ordinary as they toiled under the hot southern sun when suddenly the roar of an explosion covered all other sound. A few seconds later, there was another explosion, and another, then another, until it seemed as if the entire area was being blown sky high. Buildings were shattered, homes were destroyed, people were killed and maimed. A terrible catastrophe had struck the town when, unexpectedly, a shipload of nitrate had blown up, setting off a series of explosive oil fires that turned the once calm city into a raging holocaust. Everything was consternation. Women. Children screamed, men groped blindly through the heavy black smoke. It seemed to all inhabitants of the town as if this were the end of everything for all of them. But they didn't feel that way for very long, because within a short while, the Red Cross went into action. With almost unbelievable swiftness, first aid stations were set up all over town. Field crews were digging through the wreckage to rescue survivors. Temporary living quarters were established for people whose homes had been destroyed or damaged. Families separated in the hysteria of excitement were brought together. And within 24 hours, order had come out of chaos, due largely to the Herculean effort of the Red Cross. Now tell me, don't you think an organization like that deserves your active financial support? And now, the adventures of Superman!
5: Superman!
2: Superman discovered that he could not force entry to the fantastic undersea hideout of criminals, lest the sea pour in and drown its inhabitants, he learned that one man had possession of a necessary signal device and a secret code with which an ingenious diving bell could be brought to the surface. And that man is George DeSella, a burly seaman who made a business of transporting criminals and provisions to the lost city under the ocean floor. Streaking back to the in which DeSella and his henchmen attempted to poison Clark Kent, Jimmy Oton, and Candy Myers, Superman forced the murderous sailor to turn over both the device and the code. Thanks, DeSella. You can bet I'll put these to better use than you had intended to. Now, all of you on this yacht, get set for a fat trip back to London. <laughs> Then plunging into the icy waters of the Atlantic, the Man of Steel dove under the boat's hull and, getting a good grip on its keel, called on the superhuman strength of his mighty muscles. Now to lift this tub out of the water and fly it back to the River Thames.
5: Up! Up! No way! <laughs>
2: Go, all of Scotland Yard's mystified as to how that yacht can be in the River Thameskin. Oh, really? Yes, now you came to be aboard it, too. Well, that's something I may tell you someday, Inspector Lansing. I suspect your friend Candy Myers may be right when he says, in his opinion, that Superman chap had a hand in it. Well, Candy's usually right. Say, by the way, how are he and Jim Olsen getting along?
4: Have they recovered from the after-effects of that poison they swallowed? Why, yes. What well, do I... you
2: think, Ken? Candy! Well, Hello, Miles. Hiya, Inspector. Hey, you look
4: fit as a fiddle.
2: Why not? All I've been doing is snoozing and resting while you and your pal Superman have been doing all the dirty work. <laughs> Say, where's Jim? Oh, he's still at the hospital. Wait, Scott, is he worse? Oh, relax. He's okay. He was just a little weak when they got through pumping that poison out of him, so the docs insisted he stay in bed for a day. Oh, Uh he kicked like a steer, of course, but they threatened to strap him to the bed. So what could he do? (laughs) Uh, Probably just as well, though. I'm afraid it'd be rather dangerous to take him along with us. You mean we're going to go out of that under the sea joint today? Within a few minutes, as a matter of fact. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting now to be... ...advise momentarily that an RAF plane is ready to take us there. Jumping, Jemima, that's fast work. Then ya, don't waste time, Miles. I'll say it, don't. Excuse me, gentlemen. Inspector Lancy speaking. Yes. Oh, it is, eh? Very good, Major. We'll be there within the quarter of an hour. Our plane's ready. Right. Are you ready to go, gentlemen? Oh. Not only ready, but ready. Come on. <laughs> I say, shouldn't we be somewhere near our destination by now, Ken? I checked with the navigator a few minutes ago, Inspector. He said we should be over the undersea's kingdom within, well, five minutes now. Well, can't be too soon for me. Hey, look, Kent. give me some dope on this gadget you took from the cellar, will you? I don't know much about it, Candy, but nearly as I can gather, it works on sort of a radar principle. Yeah? Projects impulses or, or beams or whatever you want to call them down through the water. And detectors in the undersea's kingdom pick them up and release the diving bell arrangement. Is that it? That's right. Sounds good. I sure hope it works. Oh, so do I, old boy, so do I. Well... Make your pardon, Inspector. Yes, Captain. We're approaching the location you gave us, sir. Very good. When you reach, please put us down as close to the spot as you can. Roger. We'll go. Now, we'll see if this gadget works. Yes, get it ready, Ken. This is what you Americans call the big moment. You all set, Inspector? I don't. Andy? Fire away, Kent. But let's get some action fast, because I'm not too sure I can sit out here on this wing for long. Well, hang on as best you can. Now, according to Decella, the divey bell comes up when its detectors catch signals in combinations of numbers that make up five, starting with two and three. Then three and two. Uh-huh. And one and four. So That's uh-huh. right. Now, keep your fingers crossed. Here we go. That was two and three now. Three and two. Now what? One. one and four. Now four and one, eh? Right. Is that all? No, no, now five singles. Does it, eh, uh, old man? It should. I hope. Ah, won't those crooks down there be surprised when we step out of the diving bell and put the pinch on. Yes, boy, yes. oh, boy, quite. And won't old John Higginson and Dr. Sir Alfred Mulgridge be happy to see us, huh? Eh? I dare say they'll be somewhat overcome. Wait a minute. Well, what's the matter, Kent? The diving bell hasn't budged out of its lock yet. It hasn't? Oh, well, how do you know? What? That's It's fathoms deep under the surface. How, how could you possibly see it. Oh, well, I, I... Ah, quit your kidding, Kent. This is no I'm time I'm kidding. You to... should be able to see it by now. My word. Hey, maybe that rat the seller gave you the wrong code. Of course that must be it. Oh, no, I'm sure he did. What do you mean you're sure? You know you can't trust a double-crossing crook like him. No, but I'm I sure... tell you,
3: that's what happened. My
2: Jove, this is a bit of nasty luck. Uh, just wait till I get my hands on that double-crossing uh, monkey. I say, Kent, do you think we should go back? Yeah, and... sure. Let's go back. Then just give me ten minutes with that character. I'll Wait a minute, the... wait a minute. Yeah? I think I know what's the matter. You do? What is uh, it, old man? Yeah, there was a wire connection loose. There. It's tight now. My word. You think it'll work better now? Well, we'll see in a minute. Hey. What's that noise? Yes, I didn't hear that before. Well, neither did I. It sounds like a power hum. Uh, maybe you were right, Kent, about that loose wire mean. Well, here's where we find out, Candy. Now, first we take out five impulses in a two and three combination. Run I racket, fingers crossed. Now, three and two. Oh, you frightful suspense, eh? What? You're not kidding. Now, one and four. <laughs> their faces mirroring suspenseful anxiety. Candy Myers and Spectre Lansing keep their fingers crossed and strain their eyes to peer beneath the surface of the ocean as Clark Kent taps out the secret code. Is this the right code? And now back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent has finished sending the code signal to the diving bell in the kingdom under the sea. Now he, Candy Myers, and Inspector Lansing sit tensely on the wing of an RAF flying boat as they watch and wait to see what will happen.
4: Well, I don't see anything yet,
2: Kent. Neither do I, by Jove. Seems to me there's been enough time since you sent those signals down there for the bell to come up and go down again. Relax, Candy. Everything's working out fine. Yeah, Uh what do you mean everything's working out fine? That's what I said. The diving bell's on its way up. Really, old man? Are you sure? Positive. Positive. Watch and see. Well, I'm watching, and so far I'm not seeing any... What? Where? Out there, where I'm pointing. I don't see... Jumping, Jemima! There it is! That that monstrous black thing? Inspector, that monstrous black thing is... It's the diving bell! It's the diving bell! Our transportation to the kingdom under the sea! (laughs) Their hearts hammering with excitement, Clark Kent, Candy Myers, and Inspector Lansing watch as a huge steel ball, shrouded with seaweed, breaks the surface of the water, then stops only half submerged and rolls gently into the swell. This gang is the beginning of one of the most exciting adventures you ever participated in. An adventure in a lost city under the floor of the ocean. Don't miss a minute of it. Yes, for thrills, chills, and suspenseful excitement. Don't fail to be with us again tomorrow. Same time, same station. When you will hear Chapter 13 of Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. <laughs> Superman is a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine, and is brought to you Monday through Friday at
0: this same time. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive... Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane.
5: It's Superman.
2: Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton. Who came to earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, waged a never-ending battle for truth and justice? Today, Superman in his guise of Clark Kent sits with Candy Myers and Inspector Lansing on the wing of a seaplane anchored in mid-ocean, from which they watch as a blackened diving bell, covered with seaweed. Raises to the surface. Well, there it is, fellas. Our transportation to the kingdom under the sea. Extraordinary thing, what? Looks like a prehistoric monster, by joke. Yeah. Hey, look, it stopped rising. Shall we taxi over? No, and... no, wait, wait. There's someone in it. My word. Are you kidding, Ken? Not at all. Good heavens, look. On top, the hatch is opening.
1: Well, I'll be. Yeah. up. There's a man in there and he's armed. Stop.
2: And now, gang, here's Superman himself, who has something he'd like to tell you. Come in, Superman. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to tell you, in case you don't know, that today is the 200th anniversary of the birth of a national hero. You may not know much about him, and I think you should. He was a patriot who fought and died for our country at a time when we had no mighty army, no giant skyscrapers, and no roaring factories. At a time, in fact, when we were not even a nation, but a wonderful dream of liberty and equality for all. ...things that were very near and dear to this man's heart. His name was Casimir Pulaski, and he was a soldier who came to these shores from his native Poland to help us fight the American Revolution. Now, Pulaski, by the standards of some people, was a foreigner, because he spoke English brokenly with an accent. But to General Washington and his soldiers, that made no difference, because Pulaski knew well the language of freedom. And the true test of his worth was determined not by his accent, but by his actions. Casimir Pulaski proved his worth. He gave his life that the spirit of freedom may live in America. You see, our country was built by men and women from all over the world. People who spoke in many accents, who worshipped in different ways, whose skins were a variety of colors. But they all believe that every man has the right to be treated fairly and squarely no matter what his race, religion, or previous nationality. Now, don't let's ever forget them. Let's do everything we can to preserve the freedom they fought and died for. <laughs> And now, The Adventures of Superman. In London, England, Clark Kent, Private Detective Candy Myers, and Inspector Lansing board an RAF flying boat, and with a party of Scotland Yard men, flew out to a spot on the Atlantic Ocean directly over a fantastic hideout for criminals. A lost city located under the floor of the sea. Then, using a radar-like device, which he had taken from a gang who transported escaping criminals and supplies to the hideout, Kent flashed a secret code signal... And as he sat with Candy and the inspector on the wing of the seaplane, a huge steel diving bell, shrouded with seaweed, broke the surface and came to a stop. Suddenly, Kent called out a warning. Candy, inspector, look out! There's a man in that bell in his arm. Hey, you're right, Kent. I see him now. Stand by your guns, man. Maybe several blokes in there. No, No, there's only one. Come on, let's taxi over there. No, no, wait. You and the diving bell! Ahoy! Holy smokes, he ducked. Look, the is closing. He must have spotted us for police. He's going to try for a getaway. Do something, Inspector. Order your men to fire. No, that won't do any good. Why not, Kent? But you can't even put a dent in that thick steel with anything less than a bazooka. I'm afraid Kent right fires. Well, unless you try now, we'll never know, because that thing's submerged, see? Uh, it's a rotten piece of luck. What? Oh, it's getting away from us. What are we standing here oh, for? don't take it so hard, Candy. Well, what do you want me to do, dance for joy? Well, Max, I tell you, we're not licked yet. Uh, do you expect me to believe that if you make with that radar gadget again, the boys down yonder will come up? with songs, dances, and, and snappy patter? Oh, of course not, but ah, so. it's gone now, and I am so sore I could chew nails. Come on, you chaps. Standing out here and being angry will get us no place. Yeah, I guess we better go back now. Watch your foot in here. It's a bit slippery. Again. Look
3: out, Ken! What? Heat fell into the drink! Man, over, boy!
2: Over, boy! Sorry to get candy and Inspector Lansing a scare, but getting that diving belt back up is the job for Superman. Ah, there it is. Now,
5: ah,
2: up with it. Oh, powerful motors are dragging it down. And I better stop tugging or I'll break the cables. Then we'll never be able to get into the Undersea kingdom.
5: Oh,
2: how can I get it? Hey, wait a minute. I can disconnect the power line like
5: this. Now,
2: ah, later I can hook it back on. Now, back up to the plane. Up. Up. Pushing the giant climbing bell up to the surface, Superman brings it alongside the seaplane. Then, swiftly reconnecting the power line and forcing open the hatch, he disappears. To Reappear a moment later as Clark Kent. And after passing quickly over his mishap, plus the miraculous return of the bell, he joins Candy and Inspector Lansing as they force the Steel Sphere's lone occupant to come out. Well, what do you know? Look who it is. My Candy Myers. You know this bloke, Myers? <laughs> I'll say I do, huh? Pete. Who is it, Candy? Pete lad. Don't you recognize him, Kent? Oh, sure. Isn't he one time public enemy number one? That's him. Wanted in America, eh? And how? For murder, racketeering, burglary, and any other crime in the book. Right, Pete? Tell the wise guy, eh, Myers? Sure, chum. What have you been doing these many years? Cooling off down there in the undersea's kingdom? How'd you find out about that? why you get the cold signal to get the diving bell up? <laughs> A little birdie told her. Why, uh, hold you. on, you. Tell me. Are John Higginson and Lord Muggeridge alive down there? Why don't you ask that little boy? We'll tell you them other things. We'll soon find out. Come on. Let's go down and see for ourselves. Oh, wait Inspector. Forgetting there are 50 or 60 desperate men on there, all armed? Well, with Candy and me, there are only 17 of us. So what, Kent? We'll take them before they know what's hit them. Come on. If you're afraid, Ken. Oh. No, it isn't because I'm afraid. Really? It's... Then what is bothering you, old man? Well, I, I, I don't know exactly. It's just a feeling, I guess. Well, lose it, chum. I tell you, this is going to be a left-handed cinch. Uh-huh. Go on, Zillette. In with you. No. No, I ain't going. Go on. Get in there, all you right. Don't bother with it, Myers. We'll just... him am... up leave him here. Okay, maybe that's better. Oh, no, wait a minute. We need him to operate the diving <laughs> bell. Hey, I never thought of that. Come on, tough guy. Ah, now I say. I ain't going to that. I say you
5: are. Now get in there. No, you can't Nice no, work, Myers.
2: Nothing to it, Inspector. Come on, man. In for the diving bell. the cramped quarters, what? Yeah, and the least those crooks could do is provide some seating arrangements. That'll make it somewhat more come to. <laughs> Excuse me, want to have a talk with my man? Sure, Inspector.
5: Hey,
2: what's eating you Ken? I'm worried, Candy. Something about this I don't like. Ah, uh, now, look. First of all, I don't like the way Zalette balked it coming down with us. Well, that was only because he was scared he was going to get it from his pals for cooperating with us. Uh, I've got a hunch it's more than that. I think maybe he got it... Hey, what was that? what happened? I don't know. We seem to be descending slower. Hey, the left. What's the matter with this coffee pot? I
4: don't know. Do you mean you don't know or you're not talking? I told you, I don't know.
2: We're still moving. Probably just slows up normally at this point.
4: I hope you're right,
2: Inspector. Uh, So do I. Hey, look. On this meter, it says we're only halfway down. With 800 more fathoms to go. How much is that in feet, Kent? Well, there are six feet in a fathom. That makes us six times 800, or 4,800 feet from the bottom. Almost a mile. A mile? Holy smokes. At the rate we're moving now, that'll take us days. Careful, old man. Probably picks up speed again at a certain point, and then it's. Now what? Don't you notice something? What, no. what are you talking what? about, Kent? We've stopped moving. We yeah. have? Holy smokes. He's right. We're standing still. Their faces drained of color. All the men in the diving bell almost stopped breathing as they stare in shocked amazement at each other. What happens now? And now, back to the adventures of
5: Superman.
2: (laughs) The diving bell in which they were descending to the kingdom under the sea suddenly stopped halfway down. Mark Kent and his friends were shocked into stunned amazement. Now, as Kent utilizes the X-ray vision of Superman, in an effort to determine what has happened, Inspector Lansing breaks the heavy silence. I say, this doesn't serious what and how. We better do something. Wait, Naughty. What's this? A a sliding panel, and... Look what's behind it. A telephone. My word. Kent, do you think that connects with the Underseas Kingdom? Undoubtedly. Now I know why Zalette was so anxious not to come along with us. Yeah, uh, I get it too. That rat must have tipped off his pals that we were here. and oh, Isn't that right, Zalette? What if it's? It can't do nothing to me now. Brother, I'm here to tell you how wrong you are. You're for me. Get on that phone, you weasel, and tell your pals to bring you down because you've got a load of provisions. I won't believe me. Do like I say, or I'll bash your skull into a pulp. candy. Hold it. It won't do no good, I tell you. Don't tell me it won't do no good. I tell, tell you white to... candy. Get on He's that right. phone. What's that you say, Ken? I tell you Zalette's right. Nothing can help us now. Now, look here, old man. Are you kidding? No. He's in the same boat we're in. You, you mean he's he's being sacrificed by his friends below? Exactly. We're trapped. Trapped nearly a mile under the surface of the sea. And my hunch is
5: we're going to be left here to die.
2: For a full minute following Kent's stockling announcement, there is dead silence in the diving bell. With Candy Myers, Inspector Lansing, and the group of Scotland Yard men standing as if paralyzed as the full import of their peril sinks into their numbed minds. For the moment, even Superman can't see how he can help them without furthering imperiling their lives. What will happen? Believe me, gang, much happens tomorrow when we bring you another action-packed chapter of this thrilling story, Kingdom Under the Sea. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for more eventful excitement in The Adventures of Superman. (laughs) Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to Monday through Friday at the same time.
0: Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes.